narcissist is defined as a person whose personality qualities include thinking highly of themselves, excess need for admiration and attention, belief that others are inferior, as well as a lack of empathy for Hello, and welcome to episode 7 of the Narcissist in Law podcast. I am your host, Jason, joined by my lovely wife, Nicole. Why do you sound like that? What do you mean? It's the new mic. It's how the mic makes me sound. No. <laughs> mm, fine. Anyway, welcome to Narcissist in Law. How is everybody doing today? Good. 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 You know, I'm you tired. feel like you want to ask that, but yeah. you don't. I mean, you don't get a response. This is well, live. You, you kind of hope you don't get a response because if I heard like a disembodied voice go. Good. I'd yeah. be like, well. Well, I mean, if there was more than me and you and it was a live podcast, then. Yeah, I guess that is true. I think they call those talk shows. No, you can do a podcast where it's more than. I mean, yeah, but it's like live streaming. And I don't want to do that. No. It takes a long time to get my voice pretty and I cannot get my face then pretty. Then people have to see me. All right. So. Episode seven. We actually have the numbering system down. We know where we're at every <laughs> time now. <clears throat> um, we left off episode six, um, the lovely, oh, hi, Mark episode mm-hmm. um, with, well, talking about Mark, Mark and his introduction. So this episode, uh, we're going to pick back up right where we left off, kind of. Yeah, um, we're. We're kind of, we're fast forwarding just a little bit because this is around the time I got pregnant with Riley. Um, so honestly, I really don't know the time frame in, in years. I don't know if it was a year yeah, after we is, met him. I really can't remember. Well, we were married. Well, yes. So it was then, and we were back here. And we met him and then we you got, we got pregnant. I mean, 2012. you got pregnant. So two years. You helped. So it was within a year. Yeah. Okay. With, yeah, within so a yeah. year. Yeah, because we were in the new house too. Yeah. So um, in our first house we ever bought. Yep, not our last. <laughs> there was like eight more. <laughs> no, we only bought three. Thank you. <clears throat> we lived like six more places. Way too many places. Anyway, that's a different story. Um, so, yeah, this kind of uh, centers around um, getting pregnant with Riley. So I think – the last podcast we left off saying that everything had basically been as normal as it could be. Um, and I remember when we told Teresa we were going to try for a baby. And I remember she was upset. I do remember that. Do you remember this? No, I don't. But I, okay. it, w- it wouldn't surprise me at all. So we went to, we didn't talk about this before the podcast. But anyway, so we went to take pictures of your cousin and his fiance for their engagement yep. pictures. And we were at that little park. And you were just in the middle of taking a picture. And you just like looked straight at her. And you were like, oh, by the way, we're trying for a baby. And I just like looked over at you like as shocked as I could be like, what what you told her and she was like what are you sure you want to do that and then you know you could tell that she was upset and she just kept making comments about how young we were and you know are you sure you wanted to try for a baby because I think in her head that was you know like oh they're getting further in I'm never gonna That's get Nicole them away. That's Nicole locking me down so I don't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah so um I do remember that and then um 
obviously, you know, we did get pregnant. Um, it did not take very long at all. Um, mm-hmm. God bless. We were. It's about the technique. You just hold the legs up and oh don't my let God. anything drain out. <laughs> and that's exactly how you get somebody pregnant fast. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. Tune in to the Weekly Wine and we'll <laughs> tell you more. It's not a podcast that exists yet. We want it to exist. But anyway, so, um, yeah, we were actually blessed that it didn't, we didn't have any issues. So, um, very we, true. We told her that, um, we were pregnant. And from that time forward, everything changed. She was acting all happy. Me and her actually had a whole conversation where she actually apologized to me about everything that she had ever done. And of course, used excuses such as, you know, well, none of it was actually her fault. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she never blamed anything on herself. It was like, I'm sorry, but yeah, you know, Jason's dad died, and I was going through a hard time. Or I'm sorry, but um, her biggest thing was she was worried that um, she she I think we talked about this in an earlier podcast, but that Jason had dated so many girls that <sighs> which yeah. She was, she was afraid to get close to me and him just break up with me. Which no, it's, I know we discussed this, but God no, like I w- I don't have the type of game to date that many girls. I was yeah, sucked like, at dating. He had told me like I literally only dated three people. Yep. So I didn't, I didn't, but you know, I I just kind of accepted the apology and moved on. And yeah, but it takes that to all of a sudden, Oh, let me apologize for everything. I mean, yeah. Of and course I, and there's an ulterior motive. Well, yeah. And I knew that of course she was apologizing because she was afraid she wasn't going to get to see that baby, man. You know, hindsight's 2020. Good <laughs> God. Had we just, I should have just said, fuck you. <laughs> there, are so, there are so many exits to this hell, the, the, the hell road that was Teresa that we could have taken. Oh yeah. We could have saved ourselves a lot of time and our child some despair. Um, but you know, um, but yeah, so basically since then, I mean, you know, she seemed happy, but, um, also very like involved in it. It was kind of weird. She was yeah. like buying us everything and she actually bought Riley's um, bedroom furniture. Um, she was going to buy a chair, but the chair was broken when it got there. And then when we actually had her, she ended up buying a, a recliner. Yeah. Like um, she, she, uh, she was big into buying all the stuff for a newborn. Kind of like is, a buy your love type. Yeah. Def. Oh, very much buy your love type. Yeah. Very much. Um, and so kind of fast forward, you know, through my pregnancy, like they threw me a baby shower and all that. So fast forward to yeah, like I don't think anything during the pregnancy was really uh, no nothing out of the ordinary. Almost actually, what was out of the ordinary was how nice she was being. Like that was the odd part. Yeah, it seemed so normal, and I and I got like this false sense of like, wow, she actually loves me. She like, loves me. She actually yeah. loves me. It felt good because she would take us to dinner and like I, I actually started calling and talking to her on the phone because she'd call More and check on did. me. Yeah, I mean, Jason and her didn't even talk. Like me and her would talk and um, I would fill him in on things going on. So it was it was actually a really good relationship. And um, when Riley was born, they actually came to the hospital and – they ended up, they stayed all night until Riley was born. And then that chair that I was talking about a second ago, um, since it was broken and we were like, oh, we don't need a chair. Well, Riley just immediately starts crying, you know, anytime yeah. you lay her down. So Jason would 
get her and he would sit in the recliner in the hospital room with her and rock her. That's the only way she would go to sleep. Yep. So he called his mom and he's like, hey, we'll take that chair. So they actually went to like Sweats Furniture or something and bought a recliner and delivered it to the house. So when I got home, I had a chair and it was very beneficial because I had a C-section and our couch at the time was very low and I don't think I could have got off of it. No, because you sunk into that couch yeah. too. Um, but I mean, it was kind of like, you need a chair? Okay, we need a chair. We'll get you a chair. And then, um, you know, anything that we needed when we got home, I mean, you know, she was right there. Now, she did get upset because I didn't I didn't call her to come down all the time. But I'm not that type of person. No, we very much like our privacy. Yeah, I, I grew up in a house that, like, you asked before you came to people's houses. Whereas there, no, they would just stop by no matter what time and just walk in most of the time. Not yeah. even knock on the door, just walk yeah. straight in. Um. And even, you know, I didn't even ask my own mom to really be around all the time. You know, it's in my head, it was like, well, you know, I want to be home with my baby and my husband and get used to this new routine. I didn't want all these people around, you know. Um, So she did express that she was a little upset I wasn't calling her to come down all the time. But that's not, that's just not me, you know. uh uh-uh. So. And they, they were like, well, you have an open invitation to come down here whenever. I'm like, no, we don't do open invitations. Yeah. You have to tell us. And I mean, for the first, like, few months or eight weeks or whatever, I couldn't drive. So it wasn't like. And you really don't want anybody around. You kind of, you I just mean, had a newborn. Yeah. And I was exhausted. And I stayed in the hospital longer than most do. Um, so by the time I got home, I was exhausted. And Jason had started a brand new job. Literally the day after she known was it did? it was like a couple of days so she was born on a wednesday you started your new job that monday yep and we were there till the fr- following friday oddly enough it was at the hospital so he would literally wake up in the room yep get put dressed. his clothes on and walk to hr <laughs> walk to hr for the, uh, the new hire orientation very very odd yeah and uh when I got discharged, I had to wait for him to finish orientation that day to even go home because I, I was like, well, I'm not going to go home by myself. No. You know. Um, so, yeah. Would they, and, would they even let you drive at that point? No. I was going to say, so you can't go home by yourself. No, I wasn't released to drive at all. I mean, yeah. and Riley had pneumonia, um, so she had been sick. So it was just a very, like, we had a lot going on. So, no, I didn't want someone around all the time, you yeah. know. Um, but once I did go back to work, um, this is kind of when the problems actually started. Cause you know, you have a newborn and you can call us helicopter parents or whatever you yeah. term you want to use, but we were very big on routine. And cause that was what kept sanity uh, to us and kept Riley as an infant from going insane crying. Yeah. Um, me, you know, I'm very like type A, I need routine um, Jason needs a lot of routine. He's maybe a little more laid back than me, but he, he likes routine as well. Um, and we both like our time at night. So, yep. um, the problems really started when I went back to work, um, because I was working shift work as a nurse. Jason was also working at the hospital doing shift work. So, um, on the weekends we would, send her but we started out to where we would only send her for one night and then we would like get her that night and come home and it just got to be too much because 
we didn't get home until, you know, 8.30 or so once we had to get her. He had to be back up the next morning and out of the house to drop her off somewhere by 6.30. So it, it just got too much. So we started letting her stay in Pembroke for the Friday, Saturday, and we'd get her back Sunday night and or either Monday morning. Such a pain in the ass. They in multiple fronts. Yeah, and uh, this is this is where I say you can call me a helicopter parent if you want. But you know, we had a very strict feeding schedule, and I would tell her the feeding schedule, and she would just give her a bottle like in the car on the way back. So well, like, intentionally, so that she would fall asleep. Yeah, and then not go to sleep at right. night. When you know, at the normal time, <laughs> right. just to fuck with us, yeah. basically. So, so basically, she's supposed to eat around five, you know, between five and six. Yep. But we tried to do as close to five as we could. And then we gave her the next bottle at nine and put her to bed because she was always a night owl. Sometimes she would stay up from that nine to 1 a.m. feeding oh. and she wouldn't go to sleep. I that mean, it was always the roughest part. It too. was just a very, she did not sleep. She was a very bad sleeper. Um, so we would ask her like, okay, well, if we get off at seven, she shouldn't be eating really until we get our hands on her again. Yeah. So they'd put her in the car, but they would just give her a bottle in the car so she would sleep. And I'm like, well, she's a baby. She's probably going to fall asleep anyway. Yeah, that's a car ride. You know? So we'd get there and she'd go, oh, I had to give her some of this and it'd be like a half a bottle. So then she wouldn't eat at nine. And it, it started like... It, that caused arguments every time we would pick her up. Yeah, every time. Um, and so then I, I kind of quit wanting to send her up there because I'm like, God, every time she comes back, it takes me two to three days for us to get her back on a routine, and yep. then we go back to work. So she'd have to send her back. So I started really utilizing, like, my grandma or my parents, or I had a friend that would watch her. Um, yep. And so we only sent her up there when we had to because – they would also like they slept. They put her in the bed. I was we were big no no on that. Oh yeah, and let me tell you, they ain't small people. No, mm-hmm. they're they were big people, and I was always terrified that picture they were gonna... an Ewok sleeping between two huts <laughs> and from Star Wars. I mean, yeah, they were they were big people, and I was no, always not, yeah an Ewok between two huts. Did I say two Ewoks? Yeah. Oh yeah, one Ewok sleeping between two yeah. huts, and a. And I was always worried that, you know, they were going to roll over on her. So, like, we sent a pack and play. It basically stayed at their house, you know. They didn't use it. Not yeah, once. Didn't use it. Um, you know, we would um, we would send, I mean, basically anything she needed, we would send. And, they you know, they didn't, she wouldn't change her diaper like she was supposed to. She'd be red, like, on her bottom when she'd come back. Oh, I mean, my God. That and then the car seat stuff. I was about to say, then the yeah. car seat, like, they would show up, and, you know, we had we had the base for the car seat, for the infant car seat in our car. <clears throat> it lovely snapped in, but then you still had to do the, because uh, it had the uh, anchors to the car, but you still had to do the seatbelt over. Right. Yeah. Well, they would show up, and, like, she would, like, barely be strapped in, or the chest strap would be, like, at her groin. Yep. Or, like, her stomach, and I I told them several times, like, you have to move this up. It can't be like that, and that would cause arguments every time, and I'm like... Like, it would be so loose, like, the car seat itself, that, like, it would tip over on a turn. Yeah, I mean, Riley would have flown out of the car seat had they gotten yeah. in a wreck. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, basically, it was just... Those were the little things as a baby that, that kind of started, and then 
I don't know how far we want to go into Riley being little at the time, but we I mean, basically it was mainly <clears throat> those things until the uh, the birthday. Well, yeah. So I was I was about to get to that. That's yeah. the big the big part of this podcast. So, um, when Riley was um, I don't know about eight eight months old or so, I started looking for other jobs because me and Jason were both working shift work and um, we had to work an extra shift, mandatory overtime. Yep. Thank stuff. you, hospital. Um, <clears throat> so it got really hard to to maintain that. So I found another job, which oddly enough. Mark worked at the place and got me the job. Um, so I went to home health and we decided we were going to move to Pooler because there's more opportunity up there. It was also closer to them and um, kind of a middle ground between the two families. Yeah. So, and it's happening. Holy crap, it's happening. Oh, yeah. It's like way, way busier than even when we were there. So we decide to move and we get up there and, um, she immediately, like, I was just immediately annoyed because every time I turned around, they were... She got at- to experience what it was like <laughs> growing up with part of that household. Literally, they would just show... Like, we lived, depending on traffic, 20 to 30 minutes from them, sometimes 15 if traffic was really good, and they would just call, oh, we're five minutes out, we're going to come get Riley, and be like, you know, we, yeah. we have things called plans, too, with our, with our child. Yeah. And that would call it, like, if you ever said no... It would oh, call, yep. huge fight. I will never forget she would get that time. instantly pissed. I'll never forget that time they came by. And this is when Riley was a little bit older, like almost two maybe. And they were going to take her and go shopping. And you wouldn't let her because you're like, no, it's time for her to have a nap. You can take her after. Yeah. And I remember she was like, you're really not going to let me take her? And you were like, no. Yeah. You should have called. We could have planned this better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> But, and I'll never forget one time we all woke up and it was rare for me and Jason to actually be off together at this time. Yeah. Um, we both worked crazy schedules and um, we were both actually off on a Saturday morning together and we woke up and it was like 10 o'clock. Riley actually slept and they call and they're like, what are y'all doing? I'm like drinking coffee. Oh, we're going to be there in 10 minutes. And I was so pissed. I was like, yeah, I got to go put a bra on now. Yeah. What the hell are they doing? You know, Ugh. and then they wanted to take Riley and we were like, no, like we haven't been together as a family in, yeah. you know, so. And then they wouldn't even do anything with her, which I know at an infant, like, what do you do with a baby? But right. Like, even as she got into toddler stage, it still wouldn't do anything. Well, and it, it basically turned into a thing where we were slowly starting to realize it was like a trophy situation, whereas like they just wanted to show Riley off. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's the way we felt. It was like, we're going to take her, we're going to go see so-and-so, or we're going to go do this. And it was, someone was always involved in seeing the baby. Yeah. You and, know? And, yeah, I... Like, I'm yeah. sure if you talk to them, they'd be like, well, that's because they're related to you this way, this way. And I'm like, but they haven't been a part of me, my side right. in forever. Right. It so wasn't anybody. Jay, like, Teresa would go, we're going to go see so-and-so. And Jason go, who's that? Oh, you remember? Well, clearly I fucking don't because yeah. I wouldn't be saying, who's that? Yeah. So, um, so you know, the, things were okay. Me and Jason um, had a little bit of rough times as far as financial times um and again they like to buy your love so they were buying a lot of things which we were very grateful for but they kind of started hanging it over our head oh yeah they definitely did so um coming up to riley's first birthday um you know you're 
baby's first birthday is a, a big thing. They only get one um, first birthday. Yeah. So this is really the part that this is really the start of like really seeing her behavior come out. So um, I had planned a birthday party for Riley at my mom's house, which was back in Brunswick. Wait, and this was well known. Yeah. I mean, this well was months in advance. Known. I had talked to my mom. Um, my mom agreed to it, talked to all my family, talked to Teresa and, you know, basically she was my liaison for that side of the family, but talked to her, um, told her I wanted everybody to come. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we'll be there, blah, 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 blah. So a few weeks before Riley's birthday, um, Teresa asked me if we could come to, she asked me what we're doing for Riley's birthday. And I said, well, we both have to work. So probably just coming home we'll probably eat i mean it's a one-year-old it's not you know they have no clue yeah so we were just like probably just come home you know and i said and obviously we'll have her party this weekend at this house and she was like well can y'all come to dinner on this weekend which was the weekend before her birthday and i said yeah where do you want to go she's like oh no like i was just wondering if you could come to my house for dinner that day um and we'll just have like a little um, a little dinner for because I want Nina to be there, who is her grandma. Great. Uh, yeah, so like Riley's great. Riley's great. Great. Riley's great grandma. Yeah, no, great, great. Oh, yeah, Riley's great, great grandma. Yeah. yeah. So I said, yeah, that's fine. I don't see a problem with that. But then she started kind of asking me like, well, what theme are you doing for Riley's birthday? And I'm like, oh, it's a princess theme. Like I got a princess cake and stuff. And she, oh, okay. And um, she was like, well, I got her like this little um, Minnie Mouse thing, you know, because uh, yeah. she really liked Mickey Mouse. So it was like, well, I found this little like thing to go on her high chair that's just like a little Minnie Mouse decoration. Um, and we'll just get her a cupcake or something so Nina can see her. I was like, yeah, that's fine, you know. So I told Jason, I said, I know that this bitch ain't planning her mm-hmm. a first birthday party. And he goes, you really think she's doing that? I said, I really think she is. So yep. uh. as the the next week passes by and Jason calls me one day and he goes, so I just got off the phone with Teresa and she told me that she ordered some cupcakes and that a smash cake came with it, which was my number one. No, like, no, no, you're not having her a smash cake. I have already ordered a cake with a smash cake. I have already planned all this. I've sent out invitations, um, had decorations. So as soon as he tells me that, I'm like, I told you that bitch was planning her a party. And then we find out that, sure enough, all of the family is coming to her house. So she has literally invited that entire side of the family. Yep. And I was livid. I called her and I said, how dare you order a smash cake and cupcakes and plan my child a birthday party before I get to even do it? And we got in a huge fight and she was like, it came with the cupcakes and blah, blah, blah. She's like, if you don't want it, fine. I won't have it there. But then. What kind of, wait. No, that see, that's backwards. I can see you ordering a smash cake and then be like, oh, you can get these cupcakes to come with it. But who the where the hell do you go? You go, oh, you order six cupcakes, you're getting a fucking smash cake. I don't know. And it might be that, like, I don't know. No, it is not that way. That makes no fucking financial Well, and sense. I know she ordered it from, like, Stephanie's uh, 
cousins. They, they sucked. Yeah. Those cakes were never fucking but, good. Um, right? Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> Making sure. But yeah, I was just like, I mean, I was just livid. And she's like, well, I just had to do it because Nina can't make the trip down to Brunswick. She's getting older. And yes, Nina was 90. But that's not you straight lied to us. Yeah. She's like, what if she's not here next year to see her do a cake? You know, I mean, really just lay in the guilt trip on thick. So we went to her house. I said, fine, we will go to your house, but you're not having a smash cake. That's my only stipulation. We get there and it is all decorated in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Minnie Mouse stuff. We Everywhere should, we should not have went. We no, just, we shouldn't we have. Shouldn't have we, I, I was so mad like <sighs> the entire time. So the next weekend, when it comes to Riley's birthday party, her and Mimi show up. None of the rest of Jason's family come, mm-hmm. and they left after about thirty minutes. Of yeah, being I don't there. think they even saw a cake. No, I don't. I don't think they did. They they left within like thirty minutes of being there. Yeah, and I and. You know, keep in mind, this really, you know, I, I said this was the start. What? I'm just laughing. It, uh, yeah, uh, you sound like a cartoon character going down a hill. Sorry, I was getting mad. I was thinking back about how I said this was the start, but remember, she um, scheduled a photo shoot. Was that before or after the first birthday? That was before. Was it? A little bit before, yeah. Oh, yeah, now this it is was weird. winter. This is weird shit, She y'all. scheduled a, fir- a, a birth, or not a birthday. She's, I can't talk. She scheduled, so Teresa scheduled a photo session with Riley. It's supposed to be just newborn photos. Like, not newborn. We already had newborn photos, but just like. Baby photos. I, baby photos, I guess. And we're kind of like, okay. She said it was just going to be her and maybe her, Teresa and Riley together. We, we get these fucking photos. You would have thought that it was their child. It was full on like family photos with their mm-hmm. infant or newborn, whatever the hell it. With damn Mar- it, toddler Mar- child. Yeah. See, I got mad and I couldn't talk. Yeah. That was, oh, that's what was going like, on. Mark looking like he's a damn dad. Oh. Yeah. Riley like on his shoulders, like him holding her, and I was just like, she told me that this was just a friend. Yeah. That she had that was practicing photography. That was no friend practicing this photography. This was professional photography. Yeah. Like, I, and then I didn't even get any of the photos that were of just Riley. Yeah. Because we don't want them with their I, asses in it. Ugh. So that, yeah, that was, I forgot. I forgot about that too. I did too. See, that's why I got on mad. Like, mm. But yeah, so we've, we have had these couple of things happen. As time had gone. And then, like I said, me and Jason were really, like, um, financially strapped. Um, we were not doing well at all. Got evicted from our apartment. Had to move we into We didn't a, get evicted. We left before they evicted us. We so technically, technically st- we still we got beat served. the system. <laughs> no, no, we didn't get served. Yeah, we did. No. Mm-mm. Yes, we did. We still got served. But they didn't get any money because we were in bankruptcy and we added it to there bankruptcy. There was no dance off or anything. Nobody got served. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was a really hard time. And then on top of everything, we had that to deal with. You got Teresa the Hutt being a absolute C word. And this was about the time too, that like, I really didn't started really not liking Mark because like we would be at their house and like, he would just try to take control over whatever Riley was doing. Oh my God. Yeah. Like 
like we were we were trying to leave. I'll never forget this day. We we're trying to leave one day, and he's like, "I'm gonna go get her down for a nap because she was fussy." And I'm like, no, "No, we're about to go home. Well, she can go to sleep in the car. Like that, you know. Yeah. We're about to go home." And I'm pretty sure, like, we go to step. We like we go to load some of the stuff because you know when you have a child and you're traveling, you have a mm-hmm. crap ton of crowd. So we go to load up and come back. And we're like, Where the, where's Riley? And she's like, oh, Mark took her to the back to try and get her for a nap. Yeah. And I was like, uh, no, we're about to leave. She's yeah. not taking a nap right now. And he he, he pitched a little he, bitch fit. And do you remember this? He pitched a little fit, put her on the floor yeah. in the middle of the living room, just sat her down on the floor. Yeah. And she just looks up. And he, he it was kind of like a, like, she could tell he was mad. Yeah. She just burst into tears. I pick her up and I'm like, you know what? We're, we're just going. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, um, we, like I said earlier, I was working for the same organization that Mark was working for. Oh yeah. I know where you're going with this one. And I found out, and this is all before, you know, this first birthday party. So, you know, we're still, we're still below one. So what is it? Well, the pictures and... Yeah, but I'm talking about this incident's after because... No, this was... Because I started working there when Riley was 10 months old. So all this happened in two months? Yeah. Well, the first... Maybe... Well, no. I'm thinking what you're talking about, what you're about to talk about, no, that wasn't. That was that, okay, that was after first birthday. After. But so, yeah. yeah, I find out... So we have to take call. And I find out that he has told... Our bosses that he cannot take call on the weekend because he watches his grandchild. Because why? Because the mom and dad go out and party all the time. Yep. And they drop their child off on Friday and they don't come back until Sunday. Which is far from the fucking truth. Yeah. So, um, you know what? I think that's a good place. That's a good cliffhanger. Let's pick it up on the next one because that goes perfectly into, into age two, into the age two <laughs> and, the, and the first bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. But basically I did tell my work, you know, yeah. Well, that, that really isn't, a uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. I did tell work like, you know, um, that's not his grandchild. Yeah. And that is my child he's talking about. And obviously I'm not out drinking every weekend. Yeah. But yeah, that's a perfect place to, to stop and then yep. we can continue the next time into basically the next year. Absolutely. So, um, once again, thank you, everybody. Um, remember, you can email us at the room above pod at gmail.com. Please give us feedback, even if it's mean feedback. I won't read it, but just, you know, you can email it, whatever. I'll read it. And, uh, if you do like what you're hearing, please like, listen, subscribe, five stars, whatever you can on whatever you listen to. And thank you so much. Bye. Bye.